Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Back in the 2000s, thanks to a lucrative incentive, the film industry boomed in Michigan. That was true at least until the incentive went away. When Michigan gave up our incentive, we gave up that opportunity, but we can get it back. When people did film here a lot, we heard over and over and over again how much producers love to shoot here. There was no Hollywood ending to Michigan's film boom, but there are folks talking about bringing back those incentives. Should they? This is The Daily J. I'm Zach Clark. In 2008, Michigan was reeling from a sharply declining automotive industry. Vacant buildings, job loss, it was ugly. To try and pivot, the state began offering huge tax incentives to try and lure the making of major motion pictures here in the state. And it worked. Movies like Transformers, Gran Torino, and Red Dawn were shot right here. But critics say the money from the incentives did not stay in Michigan. It went back to L.A. or New York. So, starting in 2012, Governor Rick Snyder put big limits on those incentives, basically shutting them down. But fast forward a decade, and now there's talk of renewed incentives for the film industry. I think the big question is going to be, how is it different from the film incentive from 2008 era. So the difference is that that program cut checks to Hollywood producers, but this new Multimedia Jobs Act does not. It offers a tax rebate only if a production company provides receipts that show they spent money in Michigan, use Michigan vendors and Michigan personnel. So it's a big difference in approach. It's a smarter, more Michigan-centric bill And I think it deserves to get a hearing. So I plan to introduce it very soon. That right there is the voice of Michigan Senator Dana Polhanke of Livonia. She's poised to introduce the Michigan Multimedia Jobs Act. But is the new bill different enough to keep more money in the state? The answer is yes, if you ask Bill Lotka. He's a board member of the Michigan Film Industry Association and a filmmaker who owns Rivet Entertainment. The incentive back in the early 2000s was a film credit. It was a rebate, basically. People would spend the money, and they had to justify, and they had to show where they spent the money, and they had to show the receipts, and the same thing is going to be true here. But last time, people were issued a check based on a percentage of the spend in Michigan, and that check went out of the state. This time, it's a refundable tax credit, which means that producers will still have to go through the same procedures to get their spend approved, 
and prove that they actually spent this money in Michigan. And they do that by getting an accountant to verify all that stuff. And then the credit is issued as a refundable tax credit, which means that if you have a Michigan tax liability, you can credit that tax liability with the money that you get back from this incentive. So the money actually never leaves the state. And that's 100% different from last time. Here is the thing. If Michigan wants to have a sustainable film industry, it has to be consistent. At least, that's what Rozzy Joffrey told me. He's a local documentarian. He's made movies like Hamtramck USA. You'll have to forgive our noise. We spoke while he was at the Tribeca Film Festival in New York City. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, there's a whole sort of spectrum of things that need to be done to both incentivize films to be shot here. Uh, and then there's a kind of a different conversation, a related conversation about retaining talent. They're related because if there are opportunities in Michigan where studios are coming here making films, then the talent will stay here because the jobs are going to be here. Part of the reason why they're leaving is because there are jobs in places like Toronto or Atlanta. People are not just going to places like L.A. and New York, but those communities are benefiting and they're able to retain their talent because uh, the local talent isn't leaving because they know that there's films being made in those communities so they can stick around. The incentives have had this added benefit of helping retain talent. When people think about the movie industry, they think of glitz, glam, and Hollywood, right? One of our filmmakers, Bill, he says it's actually a lot like something we're used to around here, manufacturing. The production business, they think it's all Hollywood and all the lights and glamour. It's really more like a construction business. If I have an idea and if I can raise some money, just like when you're going to build a house, when it comes time to build that house, I go off and hire hundreds of people and they all have different talents and skills that they bring to the party. The more they work, the more talented they become. And you know, the thing is, it's not just movie people that benefit. This is really about small businesses too. Like a decent sized project will hire 60 different vendors, catering, hotels, artisans, personal trainers, the whole hotel industry alone. A movie will come into town and be here for three months They'll spend 12,000 room nights at hotels. You know, that's a huge boom to small businesses all across the state. On that same note, Rossi told me that even though he'd rather hire people from Michigan to help tell Michigan stories, he just can't. So post-production on the first couple of projects I've worked on has been done, sadly, outside of Michigan. And a lot of it has to do with talent leaving the state. And so there's incredible filmmakers, producers, directors, editors, that when they have an opportunity to work in New York or LA, they do it. And I've worked with some of those producers, <laughs> editors. And so, you know, one of the things I'm looking for now on my projects is the post-production crew or the production crew to be based in Michigan. So on one of my current projects that I'm working on right now, which is a documentary in development with HBO, is to find and identify cinematographers, editors, producers in Michigan. It's such a uniquely Michigan story. I don't want to be that person that flies people in from L.A. and New York to tell a story about Michigan, but then very few of the people on the crew have anything connected to the local communities. Since Michigan got out of the filmmaking game, other states have really stepped up, Georgia and New Mexico specifically. So I wondered if the market was too saturated for Michigan to get back in. 
these other states, they did not get out of the game. They've kept it because it works. It's good for their state. And when Michigan gave up our incentive, we gave up that, that opportunity, but we can get it back. When people did film here a lot, when, when they came in for the incentives last time, we heard over and over and over again how much producers love to shoot here. We can do a great job here if we have a sustained incentive like ours is proposing. It's a 10-year program to give the industry a chance to mature. When the program matures, it will grow in an infrastructure. Not only more crew people and more actors and all the humans will live here, but then you'll have the facilities as well. You'll have more stages and you'll have the post-production places and you'll have the equipment rental houses. They'll move here because there will be work for them to make money at here. I'll admit it. When Bill mentioned facilities, my mind went to Unity Studios in Allen Park. It was built on the premise of a bustling film industry. It ended up being a multi-million dollar headache for the city of Allen Park. You mentioned the facilities, and that's one of the things, you know, I'm here in Detroit. I'm not too far from Allen Park. And there was a facility there, and it came to great fanfare, and it ended in disaster. When you talk about the facilities, I think people get a little nervous because of what happened with Unity Studios. It was a really ugly ending. Last time, there was money that was in that incentive for infrastructure, where the state was giving money to builders and developers. That's not the case here. This is strictly on a project-by-project basis. You bring the work here, and then private industry will develop and take advantage of the work that comes in so that more of the money can be spent in Michigan. It's absolutely a 180 from what happened last time. Anybody that wants to build a facility, they can. Back at the beginning of the podcast, we mentioned that the original film tax credit came about because of a desire to diversify the economy. Senator Paul Hankey says that's still true today, even if we're in a better economic spot. I think diversification of our economy is incredibly important. Yes, we love our auto industry, and yes, we're the world leaders in that. But why not open it to something, you know, like the creative industry as well? People make great livings in other states in this industry, you know, going from film to film or television show to television show or even just doing commercials or industrials or streaming. So it's an exciting industry. It can diversify our economy. I believe it could uh, attract young people to stay here. And so to me, it's a win-win and it deserves a look. Will these tax credits work? You could argue they worked last time. Though the goal this time seems to be to make sure that the state of Michigan gets more direct benefit. I've said this once and I'll say it again. People in Michigan can make anything and everything. It does not stop at cars. That is just where it starts. Today's big thanks go out to Dana Polhanke, Rosie Joffrey, and Bill Lotka. Check out www.jnewsradio.com for the top local news stories on demand 24-7. Do you want the Daily J delivered right to you? Text WWJ to 20357 and you'll get it instantly. Message and data rates may apply. I'm Zach Clark, and this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.